tell your men they were not ghosts. Which way did you say those outlaws went? <laughs> that way. Now, you're mistaken. They went that way. But, but I... We saw them riding away. Sheriff, you and the captain start riding toward that woods. Otto and I need the help of these four soldiers inside the baggage car for a few minutes. The hearty cry of Hyo Silver has echoed through the years from the wild and untamed west of yesterday. It has acted as a symbol of courage to the oppressed, a challenge to the lawless. Let us return to the west of old and thrill to another of the Lone Ranger's stories, featuring the most picturesque and colorful character ever to ride the plains and prairies. Welcome to The Moral Code, Tales of the Lone Ranger. The Lone Ranger lives by a code of conduct. This conduct consists of two major parts, the Lone Ranger Creed and a set of guidelines. One of the Lone Ranger's creeds is that God put the firewood there, but that every man must gather and light it himself. The Lone Ranger is part of the Life Podcast Network. Our goal is to keep adding shows to our network that bring you good, family-friendly content. If you're interested in becoming involved with our podcast network, please go to lifepodcast.net and click on the Contact Us page. We're also working on a monthly live broadcast designed to connect Lone Ranger enthusiasts. Sign up at our Facebook page to keep up to date. And now, let's listen to another great tale of the Lone Ranger. Now to continue our story. The Lone Ranger and Santa were in the baggage car with the men in uniform, outlaws in disguise. More of the murderous members of the lawless band rode alongside the train while others had already gone on ahead. Reed Latham was confident, smiling at the perfection of his scheme. After several miles, he turned to the man at his side. You hear something, Andrew? It sounded like a couple of shots from inside the car. Yeah, that's what I thought it was. <laughs> Two shots, no more, no less. Do you figure Hank has done his trick? Hank and Vince don't want things. I'll make sure, though. Looks like the door of that baggage car is being opened. Yeah, so it is. Everything all right in there, Hank? You hear the shot? Yeah. Good, we'll take the stuff we want off the train when we get to Red Rock. Right, I'll shut the door now. Kevin is going right along according to plan. <laughs> Pays to make the planes right. Reed, don't seem possible that the Lone Ranger has really been done for. Well, you heard what the Hank said. It's the big advantage of getting the man off his guard. That's how we got the Lone Ranger. Oh, God, think of it. We got the Lone Ranger. The train stopped at Red Rock. Horsemen raced to the cab of the engine, and a volley of shots rang out. The baggage car door was open. All right, Hank. Hand out them sacks of money. Call me captain. Here's another sack. All right, boys. Bring that ramp over here. How right. about them horses? We'll fix the right All right, bring them out now. We can use them. Come on there. What's the matter with you? Yeah, let me take the bridle. 
pulled that one silver, didn't he? Come on, silver. We're going to take you to a new master. Look out, Reed. Where that dog on fighting wild galoot? He almost cracked my head with those hooks. Fighting critter breed. Better if we let him here with the Lone Ranger children. Yeah, maybe so. Take him with us and he was seen. It'd be dangerous. It might carry us into this room. Yeah, it might at that, Hank. I'm going to take a look at that Lone Ranger. Sure he's sprawled out pretty. Let him alone. The more they go into that car, the more chance there is of leaving clues. Let's get out of these parts. Leave the horses of them two on the floor. Come on, boys. Mount up and clear out. Hey, Reed. Maybe it'd be best if you went to the next town reported. You've got the captain's uniform. Yeah, that's so. I'll take charge of the rest of the men. Good. I'll take four of the boys. We'll fix ourselves up with bandages and go into town. I'll tell the sheriff about the fierce fight we went through. We'll go to the hideout and wait there for you. You better. And don't you get any ideas of trying to make off with that cash. Of course not. Because if you do... Well, you know what had happened then. Ben, oh, this ain't our cash. Belongs to the Black Arrow. Right. Be sure you tell the sheriff a good story. You leave that to me. Breed Latham told his story smoothly. The sheriff listened attentively, nodding from time to time. When we saw that there wasn't a chance of beating that pack of thieves off, Sheriff, we... We figured the best thing to do was get away. Uh, I see. Go on, Captain. Someone had to be left alive so the crooks could be identified. Sure. All of our men got a few wounds. You can see my bandages. They're serious? No, but I ain't told you the worst of it. The worst? On that train, inside the baggage car. There was a couple of special guards. Well? One of them was masked. The other was a redskin. Masked? And guard and army pay? Well, yes. He's known as the Lone Ranger. What's that? That's right, Sheriff. The Lone Ranger and Tano. And they were both shot by the thieves. Hold on, Captain. There's your chair. Never mind the chair. Do you mean to stand there and tell me the Lone Ranger was a guard on that train and the thieves got away with the gold in spite of him? He couldn't do a thing, Sheriff. He's done for. You mean to say that... No, I can't believe it. It's right, though. You'll find his remains where he fell, inside the baggage car. The Lone Ranger. That sure is a mighty hard blow to the West, to the country, to everyone. Yes, that's the way I felt about it. If you come back with us, we'll show you where the fight took place and help you trail the crooks. I'll be right with you. Good. Get my extra guns and bear my best horse. Then I'll be ready. We'll run down these murdering pole cats. It was the last thing we do. There's the trains just heading them tracks. Don't see any dead men sprawled around. I told you, didn't I? That we seen if the fight was hopeless, we'd be to retreat. Yeah. There's the baggage car. The door's open. Oh, so I see. That's where the Lone Ranger and Tonto was, huh? Yep. The ground here is too hard to show hoof marks. It'll be real hard to trail these critters. That's why I thought I'd better come for you and help you. I'm about the best there is in the army when it comes to following the trail. Well, can you find any trail around here? Sure can. Them critters come from over that way. They went back the same way. Maybe we should have brought some deputies. This is a big gang, you say? Six of us can handle them if we get them by surprise. I'm right anxious to get after them. But say, Captain, huh? didn't you and these four put up any fight at all? Sure we did. You all got wounds, but didn't you damage the other some? Sure. Well, I don't see any of them left behind here. I reckon the dead was carted off by the earliest. Oh, well, let's get started. What's that? That comes the baggage car. A horse. Oh, yeah. The Lone Ranger's horse stayed there. So turn I almost forgot. I better have a look at those two, just in case they ain't completely dead. Oh, look at that. There he is. That's him right. What the hell did... It's the Lone Ranger. Oh, And Tonto. Ghosts. They must be. Hello, Sheriff. You ain't dead at all. Lord Thomas. Tonto and I are going to help you and uh, the captain track down the thieves. You're still alive. You're still with us. You. How did you be so surprised, Captain Conway? And tell your men that we're not ghosts. 
Where'd you say those outlaws went? <laughs> that way. Oh, you're mistaken. They went that way. But, but I... We saw them riding away. Sheriff, you and the captain start riding toward that woods. Otto and I need the help of these four soldiers inside the baggage car for a few minutes. Doing what? I'll help you. No, I don't want you and Conway to help. I want those four men. Now, now, hold on. Why do we have to go in there? A little unfinished business. What? See here, my, my wounds. I don't think your wounds will hinder you. Come on. Or, uh, don't you want to help me? Well, what's the matter with you? Will you tell your men to help, Captain? Uh, well, uh... Well, go on. Dad, Rattit, there's something funny about this. You, you better go help the Lone Ranger. Uh, the four of us, eh? Yeah. Go on in. Leave your horses here. Sheriff, <laughs> yeah, you can start ahead with the captain. Tonto and I'll overtake you. Come on, Captain. Get up there. Get up. Get up. Now, Tonto, let's go inside. No, no, she's here. How come you're still alive? Save your breath. You'll need it shortly. There are four of you here, and we all know that you have no wounds. But why do you want You to... wonder why Tonto and I are still alive. It'll give you something to think about while you're waiting for the sheriff to come back and take you. There won't be much else you can do except think and wonder, because you're going to be tied and tight. What's the idea? I'll talk. You just listen. Couldn't save the life of the engineer and fireman of this train. I'm sorry for that. There have been a lot of times in the past when I felt dissatisfied in handing members of your Black Arrow Legion over to the law. Felt that I wanted to administer a little punishment myself. So has Tonto. You don't mean you. There are four of you, and just two of us. I'm not going to draw my guns, and you're not going to get the chance to draw yours. We're going to hog tie you. But first, we're going to give you a thrashing you'll remember until you hang. And here's a starter. The Lone Ranger and Tonto swung into action. They ducked, dodged, and parried, fighting with the coolness of men who were determined to meet out well-deserved punishment. The outlaws, not used to fighting with fists, swung wildly, moved clumsily and slowly. One after another, they sprawled on the floor, got up, went down again. They had no chance to draw their guns. The Lone Ranger and Tonto were everywhere. Then, when the battle was over and the outlaws were tied hand and foot, the masked man turned to Tonto. Tonto, perhaps I shouldn't have done that. Perhaps we should simply have roped them. I'm not plenty good. Tonto, I like good fight. Come on, Tonto. We've got to join the sheriff before he reaches that camp. Come up, Tonto. We haven't much further to go, Sheriff. Camp is just ahead. I don't see how you're following any trail. We're not. If you ain't following no trail, how do you know where you're going? I'll tell you. Hank told me where the hideout is. Hank? Yes, Hank. He and Vince Williams were put into the baggage car to kill Tonto and me. What's that you say? That's the truth of it, Sheriff. That's why this man who wears the army uniform thought we were dead. He ordered two of his men to kill us. That ain't so. Just as true as the fact that you're not Captain Conway. Sheriff, this man is the one who led the gang of train robbers. He's the one who led the attack on Captain Conway's troopers and wiped them out. He's the one who was the leader of a unit of the Black Arrow. Why? All right, if you know so much, if you're so smart, dodge this bullet. Oh, good work, Tonto. <laughs> Don't forget, Tonto, on the other side with plenty of hard fist. You knocked him out cold. <laughs> Hang on to him while I ease him off the saddle. Uh, this easier way to get him to ground. Let him, let him go. Now you can see the sign of the Black Arrow on his wrist. Glory be. The other four are tied, waiting to be taken into custody. They're in the baggage car. And I'll put handcuffs on this one so we come back. You wonder why Hank and Vince Williams didn't shoot a sheriff? And I'll tell you why. They didn't understand just what the Black Arrow stood for. And I started talking to them about it, explaining just how the purpose of this whole Black Arrow Legion was to further the interest of a few selfish men in Washington. 
in a plot to overthrow the government of the United States when the citizens had been properly terrorized. Well, Hank's eyes grew wide, and he believed me. He told me about the scheme, the murder of the troopers, and the location of the hideout. Well, there's a lot of stolen cash and goods. And he said, You won't need more than one sheriff to capture the gang, neither. Me and Vince tell the truth about the Black Arrow. At least half of them will be with us. Here's you come and get us. Sure, we all had a part in the murder of the soldiers. We was misled. We was lied there. We thought we was acting for the good of the country. You just come and take us. I'll take my chance with the jury. And I'll tell the plenty about the critters in Washington have lied to us. The real leaders of the Black Arrow. Well, that's what Hank said, Sheriff, and I believe him. Now let's ride in and smash this game. I'm with you. Lead the way, Lone Ranger. Get up. Get up there. Well, up of the gang was completed in short order. Then, when the Lone Ranger and Tonto had settled in their new camp, an animal was heard nearby. Tonto grasped his rifle Wait, and... don't shoot that, Tonto. Look at that animal. That's no wolf. What a dog. Hey, boy. A good dog, too. What's the matter, fellow? What is it? Tonto, he wants us to follow him. He's trying to tell us something. Come on, we'll find out what it is. Next time on The Moral Code, Tales of the Lone Ranger. But I'm an honest, God-fearing man, and I didn't like the verdict. The men who were hanged were veterans of the Grand Army of the Republic. And Bob Dixon and Carteret were rebels in the war between the states. I'm asking you this now. How long are we going to stand for it? The Moral Code, Tales of the Lone Ranger, is part of the Life Podcast Network, a group of family-friendly podcasts bringing a positive message of hope and inspiration. Some of the audio for this podcast was provided by the archive.org online database.